There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I am missing no The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Oh, look at that. We are stunning. NBC Technicolor. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the second hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. Right here at my talk, everything entertainment, everything jump the rope. I'm Jace. Lex is off. Trying to get better from the COVID. It's back, everybody. Back, 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 back mm-hmm. again. Colleen Lindstrom filling in. Hi, friends. Holly Roberts is here. Hey. Uh-huh. Now, Colleen will disappear tomorrow. I will, just for a brief moment. For a brief moment. Blank and you'll miss her. Uh, and then she'll... Oh, where the hell's my coffee? coffee oh, yeah, Lord, don't spend one coffee. more second without Thank that. Thank you. Uh, and then she'll be back on Friday filling in for me. I will be in Orlando um, doing some publicity for uh, the talk show. Because now we're in Orlando. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Can you rattle off all the places the talk yeah, show is? we are is now. Yeah, we're in ten cities, so we're in uh, we're in Duluth, Rochester, La Crosse, Eau Claire, Seattle, Chicago, Orlando, Sioux City, Madison, Ma- Madison, and then uh, one more place in Iowa. Hold on a minute, uh, Des Moines. Mason City. I'm just naming oh, places in Cedar Iowa. Rapids. Cedar, Cedar Rapids. Cedar Rapids. Hey. Hello, yeah. Cedar Sioux Rapids. City. Yeah, Madison, Cedar Rapids, Sioux City, Orlando, Seattle, Chicago, La Crosse, Eau Claire, Rochester, Duluth. I love it. Yeah. So, so I'm good. Heading, so I'm heading down there tomorrow. I'll be on their morning show, Fox 35, on uh, on Friday morning. So, yeah. That's fun. Going to Halloween Horror Nights. Horror. Horror Nights. Thank you. Um, so Terrifying. Have, oh, scary. my God. I've never <laughs> been. I've never been. As many times as I've been to the land of Mickey Mouse, I've never been to Halloween, not Horror Nights, Horror Nights. So, uh, and it sounds really like oh. you're going to get a pop culture itch scratched there. Oh, uh, some of the themes of the houses this year. Houses. They're studios. Yeah. Uh, the Last of Us and The Exorcist. Oh, and Stranger, Stranger Things. things. No! So cool. Yeah. I'm oh. worried about The Exorcist one. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, uh, you? Wait, I mean, well, I don't have I'm to worried. go. I'm worried about you at The Exorcist house. Why specifically The Exorcist house? Mm. I feel like if you if that movie isn't one of the most terrifying uh, movies in your life, then ever. you need to check uh, your systems. 
you, you yeah. need to tune up because that is the most frightening movie. Uh, beyond right? the most frightening movie. Yeah. It is horrifying. Yeah. It is, and it lives up. It's awful. Okay. Yeah. And then you start playing the tubular bells, and I'm like, I really kind of love this song. And then I think of what it Head is. Spinning. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pea oh. soup. Yeah, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Yeah. Mm. That Reagan girl, she has problems. Know, anyway. Yeah, she sure does. Yes. yes. <laughs> you think you got problems? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're not possessed. Yeah. I mean, That's my that. You should try being possessed. <laughs> I may I may hate Dean Lewis's new song, but God, at least I'm not possessed. Yeah. <laughs> at least your head's not spinning. That's right. Um, okay. Uh, uh, last uh, hour, we had a new segment. Here's what I learned uh, in the in the last 24 hours. And here's a new another segment. How old is that fish? Starring Holly Rock. <laughs> How old that fish? fish? Oh, well, why don't you guess, Jason and Colleen? I oh. want to. Uh, why don't we guess? Now okay. this is how old. Set us up here, yeah. The world's oldest aquarium fish is. Oof. Now I'm going to give you a name. It's an okay. Australian lungfish okay. named Methuselah mm. who lives in San Francisco. I okay. want you to tell me Did how Did it used old... to live in Australia? Well, no, that's just the breed. Oh, an okay. Australian lungfish. Methuselah, it's a, it's a she. I Lesbian. want you, yeah. want you to guess how old Methuselah, the Australian lesbian lungfish is. Who lives in San Francisco? Hmm. She's at the Steinhardt Aquarium, and she's a lot older than uh, previously thought. Okay, Colleen, guess first. Did they check her birth certificate? I'm gonna say. <laughs> what are you a birther? <laughs> Seventy eight and three quarters. Seventy eight and three quarters. Jason. Seventy eight and three quarters. You're either gonna one dollar bob this, or you're gonna go seventy nine. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, 50. 50. 50 years young. No, you both are way uh, off. Scientists uh, are now saying that Methuselah is estimated to be 92 years old. That is an old... Uh, she uh. arrived at the Steinhardt Aquarium in 1938. And she's outlived 231 other fish from Fiji and Australia that arrived with her. That's amazing. And she is now considered the oldest living fish in an aquarium anywhere in the world. I'm going to see a picture of her. Does she, is she, how's she doing? Is she's like the flossy dicky of fish. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> she's tired. <laughs> she's tired. <laughs> she's looking pretty good. I'm going to put a picture of her up in, oh, the, up, up in the grid. Yeah, I mean, I can't say she's seen better days because I haven't seen her. But, you know, as far as fish go, she's aging well. Now, scientists say that... I am tired. Oh, that was a direct (laughs) quote from Methuselah. (laughs) She's floating at the bottom of the aquarium. Now, Methuselah needs to get to her rest because she might be able to live up to 101 years old. Wow. And so she could be celebrating her centennial birthday in a few years. Wow. I am tired. (laughs) I. Glossy. Yeah. Methuselah, are you enjoying the aquarium? Not one bit. Okay. I'm just checking. checking. You've been there since before World War II. Yeah. Oh, look at her. Can I tell you guys something I saw at our very own Minnesota Zoo? Yeah. 
Uh, we were in the aquarium area. This was okay. very recently. I'm going to say it was probably, I don't know, a month ago maybe. Uh, and there was a fish swimming in the aquarium that had an actual bite out of its back. Oh. It, and oh, I, oh, 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 I, oh. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I know. That sounded like a sad thing. I thought it was oh. amazing. Yeah. I was like, that thing is still, it took a licking. It's still still kicking. Yeah. Still kicking. It was un, it was actually really remarkable. So again, you know, perseverance. Aquatic life is uh, amazing. It, it is. Mm-hmm. I yes. mean, at least you're not possessed. You know, things could be worse. Things could be worse. That's true. So yeah. Methuselah the fish, 92 years young, looking go, great. Looking great. Go see her at the mm-hmm. Steinhardt Aquarium. I am tired. Uh, the flossy dicky of fish. <laughs> the, yes, the flossy dicky. Of fish. <laughs> you know, don't people say? Isn't that a saying older than Methuselah? Did I make that up? Okay. Because I was trying to decide if they, like, if they I made... Know. Is it? I thought it was. Is You're it? the one Google who studied coin. the Bible, I'm working Colleen. on it. Yeah, I'm thank sure. you. You studied the Bible? Yeah, Come because on. Methuselah was the longest living person in the Bible. And I'm wondering if they renamed Methuselah or if Methuselah is just living up to her name. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Which came first? Yes. The Methuselah <laughs> or the old fish. Yeah. Uh, there's Has also- anybody heard that saying, by the way? <laughs> older anybody than Methuselah. Heard older than Methuselah? Yes. It's a way anybody? of saying somebody's real old. I think that she's on to something because there is, is a great basin pine cone tree that allegedly is 4,000 years old mm-hmm. that lives in Eastern California. And this tree is named Methuselah. Methuselah. So this is what I'm saying. Do you name something Methuselah and then cross your fingers? Yeah, 969 or- years of age Methuselah did live. I don't know why mm-hmm. it just sounded like Because <laughs> <laughs> you were reading it directly from the text. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Methuselah begat... Yes. Poop also begats. I love the begats. Begats. Listen, there's like a whole chapter of Genesis that's just the begats. Like everybody's begatting everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's how we all got here, y'all. We we well, were all begatted. This show is as old as Methuselah. So we're Yay! gonna see That's right. That worked. We're gonna we're gonna take a break. Uh Holly told you about that Vanna White news uh in the mini dirt alert. There's a, and I tease us, we didn't get to it because, well, we continued our get off our lawn uh, hour. We were in the geriatric hour. And then we, we just talked about Methuselah, so that's hey, not continuing. Hey, this, <laughs> box. Is why, uh, this is why I love our show. But when we come back, there's a little problem, though. There's like, there's still a little problem with Vanna. There's one letter yet to be turned. I'll explain. It's Jace for my family at Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. It is uh, me talking about Skin Rejuvenation Clinic is as old as Methuselah. And if you're feeling as old as Methuselah or you're looking like it, like me, got that line on the forehead, get into Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. All kidding aside, I've been really proud to represent them for over a decade because, look, nowadays there are a lot of places that do Botox and fillers and stuff. I mean, they're next to they're in strip malls, for heaven's sake. But... This is your body and your face that you're talking about, your appearance. Why would you distrust anyone that you don't know? My mother, I send my mother to Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. My mother-in-law, Colin, Alexis has been there. So trust me when I say it's the best team around. And if you've never been there and you mention me, you're a new client, you're going to get a discount off your first service. 
good discount, too. So stop waiting. Call Skin Rejuvenation Clinic today. A full list of services at SkinRejuvenationClinic.net. Welcome back. This is Jason and Alexis in the morning. Live on my talk later at your convenience on our website. Download old episodes over there. Alexis is off. Feeling a little under the weather with the COVID. Hopefully she'll be back tomorrow. But we're in good hands. Colleen Lindstrom's here filling in. Hey, friends. Holly is here. Kind of here. So there we go. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We're all in. Everybody's caffeinated. Uh Uh-huh. We got a lot off our chest in the first hour. We did. We really, really did. Uh, We feel unburdened. We're great. Yeah. Uh, The Master Debaters coming up in just a little bit. But right now, a little pop of pop culture. Holly mentioned in the top of the hour dirt alert about Vanna White um, signing on for two more seasons. Here's the deadline.com headline. Wheel of Fortune co-host Vanna White closes deal, new deal as game show kicks off final season with Pat Sajak. So she signed on for this season and then the 2024-2025 season. But there is a little asterisk with this whole thing. Ooh. And that is the fact that there still could be a lawsuit. Ooh. There could be a sex discrimination lawsuit. Oh. Uh, because of lack of equal pay. Right. Um, and her team, her lawyer, made Sony take out some wording in this contract, which insiders, mm-hmm. I hate that term, but folks are saying that is signaling to them that they could be laying the groundwork for an eventual possible lawsuit against Sony, who owns Wheel of Fortune, because of the pay disparity between her and Pat. So here's the first thing about that. Girl, get it. And also, you have a wonderful lawyer, Vanna. Right. Because... That I mean, that's the kind of nitpicky stuff that most people aren't paying attention to. But if you've got a lawyer who saw that in the paperwork and was like, nah, not going to sign it. Not going to do it. That's and it is that is noteworthy. And so, Vanna, get your money. Now, would this lawsuit happen after Vanna White's contract ends or while she's still on the air? Possibly still on the air. Yeah. You know, who knows? That's so interesting. People are just saying that it looks like he is clearing the runway Mm -hmm. of debris Mm -hmm. just in case that plane needs to take flight. Well, and can I just say, I mean, they do. They need Vanna for that first year. They need consistency. Yes. And so, you know. Because you might think to yourself, well, then why did Sony agree to that, right? Knowing that they're probably going to get sued. Yeah. They're probably hedging their bets. They need Vanna White to do that transition into the first year of the new host. Uh-huh. So there's, I mean, there she's got some power right now. Go, yes. girl. Turn those letters. Yeah. Get oh. it. I'm sure Sony doesn't want another Jeopardy debacle on their hands. Uh, right? Yeah. When their executive producer conveniently named himself host of Jeopardy. Oh my gosh, that was a disaster. Oh, remember that? Uh-huh. That was such a disaster. Yeah. 
And then a lot of stuff came out. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he was no longer mm-hmm. the host of Jeopardy. Yeah. yeah. Bye. Those were good times. It was awkward. Those were really good times. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, get your money, Vanna. I just, it, look, in any big change like this, especially with that time slot, that show, uh, you don't want to make too many changes at once. And that audience is already going to have to get used to a new host. Mm-hmm. And then it, it, uh, if I'm Sony, I would keep her around mm-hmm. for as long as she wants, because it will, you know what it's going to do. It's only going to strengthen Mr. Seacrest's hand. 100%. She is a welcome mat mm-hmm. and she is a bridge that the viewers may need to accept him better yes. and quicker. Because here's the here you know here's the dirty secret that you know viewers will sometimes say oh I'm never gonna watch because people don't like change humans don't like no, change no. you know and they don't really like change when you're our age or older we and the demo mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> the, the the demo for Wheel of Fortune skews older mm-hmm. and they, they're used to good Lord Pat's been there since uh, Reagan was mm-hmm. president and I mean, that's it's, not he's that's, that's older than Methuselah yeah, he, he's older right. Than so he's he's older than our first hour. He's, he's been older than game the game show since the Old Testament, <laughs> right? Yeah, he begat Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Bringing it home, Colleen. Bring that. Bring the bring the people on the bases home. Uh. Um. Anyway, uh, but if I'm Sony and I'm thinking, I'm not thinking short term. Y'all better think long term, right? Uh. You know, viewers will say, I'm never, ever going to watch. They did that when Drew took over for Bob Barker. Mm -hmm. But the truth of the matter is, when you have a format um, that good, like in the case of Price or Mm -hmm. or Wheel of Fortune, people are going to watch. They're going to stomp their feet. They're going to say, I I don't like Ryan. I didn't like him on Kelly Lee and Ryan Lee. Mm -hmm. And I'm never going to watch. They're going to watch. They're going to watch. They're going to watch. It's come on. I do have a separate question in our remaining time about Ryan Seacrest. Yes, ma'am. Does anybody think it is interesting that this man left one of his jobs because he was stretched too thin and is taking on another job? Well, bluntly, that tells me. It wasn't that the it was job. A lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, thank yeah, you. That's you, sort of what I was guiding yeah. you. The water I was guiding you to. You opened that Manila envelope. It. Yes. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> it was a, which, which just you know what I mean. I, why didn't he just say, "Don't say that you're tired." Right. That just seems, especially for a show like Ryan Lee and Kelly Lee. Mm-hmm. Well, you're you know the 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 desk chat, the happy chat. It's supposed to be about authenticity and and revealing your just. Why did you have to fib? Yeah, just say I couldn't do it. Yeah, I'm leaving. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't my jam. I want to go host a game show Mm -hmm. because I can film a week's worth of episodes in in one day. In a day. And And I would like that lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) Peace out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I I think that the the but see again, vulnerability was the hard part. So then being able to be vulnerable and just saying this wasn't mm-hmm. my. This wasn't for me. I I think he'll do. Please, uh, uh, he's not my favorite. I think he's a nice guy. Uh, I think he's great at live television. He makes it look easy, mm-hmm. and as I always say, the good ones make it look easy, mm-hmm. and it's not. 
Having said all of that, he'll be fine. Oh, he's gonna be it's, great. It's, it's, he's he's exactly like Pat. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like it, it, it's like a printing press. Yeah, he's gonna be fine. <laughs> just he's call gonna him do great. Yeah, just yeah. call him Gutenberg. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's yeah. fine. When we come back, will we be? Uh, will we be fine? Will we be fine? How are will you we, doing? I'm fine. Uh, we be fine. <laughs> Who's the sponsor of Project Down to Dirty this year? Where's it? And what's the location? Yeah. Um, it is. Uh, it is Twin Cities. Uh, <laughs> damn it, Holly. Holly. I love you so much. Oh, he that. tried. Okay. He did. Twin Cities. I keep wanting to say degenerate. Uh, <laughs> Integrate. <laughs> Whatever, we'll be right back. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's Jace for Red Cow and Red Rabbit. I had my girls' night last night. You know, Lori has her bowling night. I have my girls' night with my, with my girl, Lisa LaCourcier, and we ran to Red. That's right. I took her to Red Rabbit. She hadn't been there in a while for happy hour. We got those homemade pizza rolls, which she had never had. Those are on the Red Rabbit happy hour menu um, under the $8 that we got some arancini no that's not on the happy hour menu i don't want to confuse folks but the pizza rolls are also on the happy hour menu they're margarita pizza oh so good that margarita pizza oh then they have their garlic cheese bread curds those cheese curds i forgot how much i love those that's also under the eight dollar menu for happy hour when is happy hour you ask well now it's bigger than ever tuesday through friday two to now five thirty so if you're going to maybe Beetlejuice downtown or a Vikings game, get down early. Make it a whole evening and say it with me. Run to red. The song Khalid loves so very much. Yep. Yep. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk and later at your convenience on our my talk app. My name is Jason. That's Colleen right there. Everybody say hi to Colleen. Hello, Colleen. And her name is Holly. Everybody say hi to Holly. Hi, Holly. Hi, Holly. We're so glad you're here. Um, okay, it's time to play a game. Colleen, you ready to play a game? I love this game. I know you do. Let's play it, Holly. Let's debate, bro. Jason. Well, he has a point. Alexis. She's right, you know. The master debaters. Okay, you just made it weird. Here's Holly. Who's going to be the master debater this morning? Is it Jason? Is it Colleen? Well, we've got some semi-controversial, low-stakes topics for these two to debate. They each have 30 seconds to make their side of the argument. And uh, you know what? We just decide who wins at the end. They don't know the topics beforehand. I have them in my hands. We have not discussed these. And whether they actually believe it or not, I don't care. (laughs) They have to make a good argument. Now, we're going to start with a hypothetical here, guys. Okay. Okay. Uh, This very important question needs to be debated this morning. How would dogs wear pants? Oh, Mm -hmm. just on the hind legs Mm -hmm. or obviously on all fours? Jason, you're going to be assigned just on the hind legs. Colleen, obviously on all fours. That is your position on this topic. Mm So, Jason, we're going to start with you. Your 30 seconds begins after the timer begins. How would dogs wear pants? you got to tell us that it's just on the hind legs. Um, Because that's where the butt is. And that's where you put pants. If, 
Because if you put clothing anywhere north of the wang, that is a shirt. So south of the wang are pants. Thank you. <laughs> Coming this fall on Netflix. <laughs> north of the wang. <laughs> Jason, you're welcome, Holly, for your well thought out opinion. Mm. Thank you, uh, Colleen. How would dogs wear pants? Your side of the argument, obviously, on all four legs. Your 30 seconds begins now. Clearly, clearly, as all Americans know, <laughs> pants go on the legs, and uh, as we know about our canine friends. We call each of those four things that prop them up legs. Therefore, henceforth, and heretofore, uh, dog pants, all four legs, obviously, <laughs> because pants are about more than just the way. I rest my case. Gotta go with Jason, north of the wing. <laughs> I mean, how do you yeah. follow north of the wing? You yeah. don't. Yeah, was, I dare you all to do that yeah. today. Wasn't that a uh, mini series on CBS in the 80s? It was. <laughs> yeah. After it was school with Richard special. Chamberlain. Yep. It was with Richard Chamberlain. Yeah. North, north of the wing. <laughs> but really, if you think about it, when dogs have shirts on, mm-hmm. They're like Winnie the Pooh shirts. They are. And they're just on the top, ha- the, the front part of the body. Mm-hmm. Instead of a shirt, if you wanted to do all four legs, it would just be like a cape. So that's a good point. And it did not support my argument. So. How? <laughs> what would it be? What's, what's your honest opinion? My on honest it? opinion I, yeah. is it's obviously the back legs. It's obviously. Obviously. I mean, that's my real opinion, because if you're going to put on a shirt, you can't have a shirt. You can't make a a dog wear pants and then not complete the outfit. Yes. You got to style that. And how are you going to put a shirt on? Like you said, Holly, it just becomes a cape. Yes. You're too deep in thought right now, Holly. It's actually (laughs) kind of scaring me. (laughs) But think about the image, the mental image of a dog in pants. Yeah. We did. Yeah, yeah I know. That was I the just, exercise. And I just want to emphasize that for the folks who yes. are sitting in their car. They might be yeah. in traffic oh, in Maple yeah, Grove. Yeah. Yeah. A little frustrated. Think about uh-huh. a dog in pants. Yeah. Just think about a dog yeah. in pants. All right. Uh, let's move on to our next topic in the Master Debaters. You know, we're keeping on the clothes topic. Here's our next uh, topic up for debate. How okay. are shirts buttoned? From mm. the top down... Mm. Or mm. from the bottom up. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, Colleen, oh. you are assigned from the top down. Okay. Jason from the bottom up. And we're going to start with Colleen this time. <sighs> Colleen, you have 30 seconds to tell us why buttoning your shirt from the top down mm-hmm. is the way to go. All right. This is easy. So when you think about when you get dressed, usually it's in the morning. And I don't know about you guys, but I haven't really, when I'm getting dressed, I haven't completed my morning stretches. And so you want to go from the top down because that eases you into an arm stretch, right? So it's like sort of just, you start with your, uh, your what are they? Not pterodactyl arms. What is that? T-Rex um. arms. And then you go straight down to the bottom and then you get a nice arm stretch. You're ready for your day. Thank you. Button down shirt for your assistance. <laughs> Colleen, there are 30 seconds are up. Yes, thank you for your assistance. Jason, <laughs> you have 30 seconds to tell us why buttoning your shirt from the bottom up 
is the way to go. Uh, because that's the bottom is where the wing is. And that's where you should start to make sure that that bottom button is buttoned. Because if not, that won't be covered. Mm-mm. And that's the most important thing. So you start at the bottom to ensure that the shirt is buttoned. You move up from there. And if you forget the top button, who cares? Uh, it's not supposed to be buttoned unless you're wearing a tie. So start at the most important, and the most important is the bottom. Bottoms are important. Okay. You know what it is? Yes. It was It was that you brought back the way. Yeah. <laughs> I reintroduced it. Yep. Yeah. North yeah. of the way. North of yeah. the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm proud of that. But does anybody I... actually button their shirt from the bottom no. up? Who does that? I don't think so. No. Who does that? And if you do, please call us and explain <laughs> yourself. Justify please, your existence. Now, you know yeah. what I'm doing right now is I'm trying to think of how I do it. I actually think I start in the middle. Is that weird? You do? I think I do. Well, I was thinking how when I button, like when I get ready for the show mm-hmm. and I put a tie on and stuff, I always, yeah, I go from the top. From the but top down. But I don't down. do the top button. I do the second button first. So that's what I mean. I think I start in not, I don't start at the top top. I think I start, and usually if I'm wearing a button down shirt, which I just don't because listen, boobs, and some of y'all know what I'm talking about and some of y'all don't. And those of you who don't, you're lucky, count yourself lucky. You never are when you've got when you've got some stuff in the front, you never uh-huh. are sure if that thing is gonna gap or close all the way or whatever. Oh so like that's I think why I would start in the middle. And I'm always wearing something I would always be wearing something under it. So then it's like the game of like how far up am I buttoning this thing? See what I'm saying? So I would start in the middle. I hear you. I hear yeah, you. I know your the boobs are always an issue. I love boobs. <laughs> The gays love the boobs, just FYI. That's actually true. Rally, but That's quite true. Boobs. Yeah. I hear about it all the time at headquarters. That <laughs> has been the Master Debaters. North of the way. No, north of the way. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, register and win listener rewards prizes. How do you sign up for listener rewards? It's easy. Go to mytalk1071.com. You can win tickets to see I Mom So Hard at Mystic Lake Showroom in November, plus a $200 back-to-school shopping gift card. But I'm not done. No, I am not. You love coffee. We love coffee. You can get coffee when you get Caribou Coffee gift cards. That's right. All of this and more available for you to possibly win in listener rewards. Sign up right now on our app. Please. When we come back, Colleen has a just saying, a pet peeve just saying, when we return. Hey everyone, it's Alexis. I want to talk to you about My Genetics by Health Partners, a community health research program with no-cost genetic testing. This incredible program scans your DNA for breast and ovarian cancer, colon cancer, heart disease, high cholesterol, and more. I did My Genetics last year, and I can't recommend it enough. By getting a better understanding of my DNA, my genetics can help me detect, prevent, and treat risks before they arise. Know your genes and unlock a healthier future like I did. Visit healthpartners.com slash your genes. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Alexis is off. Trying to feel better. Got the COVID. We hope for her return tomorrow. Colleen Lindstrom filling in. And Colleen... Has it just saying? Mm-hmm. 
I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Time for just saying. You got something you want to say? Y'all. I'd like to start a movement, uh, and that movement includes checking both sides of your car when you park. What I mean by that is when you pull into a parking space, Mm -hmm. please get out of the car if you have to take a step behind it and then assess the situation on both sides of your car. Can the person on your passenger side Open their door and get into mm-hmm. their car. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I went out to my car mm-hmm. in the parking lot here. Mm-hmm. And the person next to me was parked so close, I could open my door enough for maybe a sheet of paper to go oh, into gosh. my car. No. Which then puts me in the position where I have to go around to the other side. First of all, crossing my fingers. That the person on the other side parked far enough away from me. They had to have, right? Because they had to get out of their car. And I was here first, let's be real. Because early. Early. So I had to get in on my passenger side and like climb over. No adult wants to do that. No, we're not children. We're not kids. That's no. not fun. No. I'm not interested in that. No. I was so irritated. I had that moment where I thought, am I going to write a note? And then I thought, oh. don't be that person. Oh. No. But, but I, want I wanted to, to just you say, hey, to. listen, help a chubby girl out, man. Like, <laughs> I, be kind. But did you write the note? No. In oh. my heart, I did. <laughs> I, 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 I can chalk up mm-hmm. so many of these things where with there is just a lack of awareness yes. of other people sharing the earth with right? you. They're it's just, so well, true. We talked about that with Liz yesterday. It's just mm-hmm. a, it's just a common lack of common courtesy. Well, and let me, if you are not a person who's interested in thinking about other people, okay, but let me help you uh, think about yourself. Do you know what happens when you park too close to somebody's driver's side door? Do you know what they do? They throw that door into your car. So yep. protect your own vehicle also by just being kind and don't be an urse. Yeah. Yeah. I was so, I mean, I was out there just, you know, swearing oh, a blue streak. Uh, in my I car. Sassafras. I was. I was doing the Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> That's our Donnie impression whenever he would try to get the printer to work. Sassafras. Yep. <laughs> oh. But yeah, so please just like take a quick gander. Uh, have yeah. you left room for others? I, in general. I, I always. I use my backup camera mm. and I just make sure I'm within the line. Yes. Not only for them, but like you said, selfishly yeah. for my own car. Yeah. I don't, don't want to ding. No, I don't want to mess no. up my car. I'm not in the mood for that. No. Ain't nobody got time for that. Can I add another driving? Whoa. Girl, please go. Um, Run. <laughs> What's it going to take for us to figure out the zipper merge? Oh, I am so tired of getting flipped off because I did it right. (laughs) We do not need to be lining up a quarter of a mile back. No. When there's plenty of room in the lane that's closing, you go all the way to the end and then we take turns. It's not hard. It's actually not hard. Thank you. It's actually quicker. Now, I want you to know I'm in the middle of making something. 
that everybody should be able to purchase by, I don't know, I'm going to say 9 o'clock. Oh! Uh, I'm making a bumper sticker that says, follow me, I know how to zipper merge. Oh my God, I love yeah. that. And it will be available on my website. Oh my God. Shortly. I'm dead I, serious. What I really, maybe I'm in the mood to argue. If, and I mean, if you're listening and you strongly disagree, why? Why? Mm-hmm. Every, every study, every highway study, mm-hmm. there is no, look, I know we're living in a post-fact world where there, people just believe their own earth two-ness. Mm-hmm. But here on Earth One, mm-hmm. there, it's, not even, it's not even debatable. Mm-mm. There is no debate. Every study will tell you it is ultimately quicker for everyone involved on that roadway. Yeah. Yeah. And not just the people merging. I saw, I actually saw like a a model that explained how if you don't zipper merge, you are actually preventing people farther in the line from taking their exits. Yes. Yes. It happened to me yesterday. I'm like, everybody's lined up a quarter of a mile back and I'm just like, and everybody's honking at me and flipping me off. And I'm like, no, I'm doing it right. Save your anger. I don't, and, and when, and then the range, the, you know, the, the highway rangers that park their car halfway in between, they straddle both lanes mm-hmm. so that people can't get by them. Mm-hmm. You're horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. You're, you probably park too close to other people's cars, too. You're just horrible. <laughs> Holly, do we have somebody on the zipper merge hotline? Indeed. We sure do. We've got Gina. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hi, Gina. Welcome to the Zipper Merge Hotline. What would you like to say? That I really dislike people who zipper merge in a situation where it's not really a zipper merge situation, like an exit-only lane. Or right now on 494, there's construction. There's an entrance lane from a ramp that comes on, and everyone dives into it to zipper merge on the lane that is not really a lane. Mm. It is meant for traffic to onboard. Yes, so there is a learning curve here, Gina, that people need to understand where the zipper merge is appropriate and what it's for and where it's actually hindering people. I agree, but I think that they're using that as an excuse to just go around people Mm. in a lane that's not a lane. Yeah, that is a good that is a good um, caveat. That mm-hmm. is a good asterisk. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Gina. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I will say on those exit lo- only lanes, though, your option being slow down the exit only lane mm-hmm. and yeah. then you're causing uh, yeah. more traffic or just go to the end, baby. Yeah, go to the end yes. so that everyone can get to their destination mm-hmm. in a timely manner. Mm-hmm. It's the same people that don't zipper merge are exactly, and I encountered not one but two of them just this morning on 62, mm-hmm. heading into the prairie of the Eden. The same people, and you know what I'm going to say if you've listened to the show with any regularity, that go way under the speed limit in the passing lane. Mm-hmm. I really oh, yeah. think you're the worst of humanity. <laughs> No camping zone. No camping yes. zone. <laughs> yes. Oh. I I really think you're it, yeah. pretty horrible. It is super frustrating. <laughs> yeah. It's like, how are we not? Come on, people. Yeah. And it's frustrating because you get that adversarial attitude mm-hmm. yep. when yep. you're just trying to make things better. Yes. Yeah. I'm just because, trying to move it along, yes. folks. And I've said it 
a million times on this broadcast, you're actually making things more dangerous. And I'm not joking here. That's Study a fact. After, because you're forcing people to pass you on the right, and that is inherently more dangerous. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do. I know we're going to get emails. I'm not advocating for, for speeding. Mm-mm. That's not what this is at all. The left lane is for passing. It's not hang out at a bar. Yeah. Hang yeah. out at a library. Yeah. Hang out at a park. Hang, hang out, out at, at a, a coffee brothel. shop. Oh. Don't hang out in the left lane. Agreed. Good that you want to go the speed limit. You should, but get in the middle or the right lane. But do not get in the left lane because there's always going to be somebody faster than you. Mm. I remember my dad telling me that, and my dad barely spoke to me. So there we go. We'll be right back with Am I the Ass Hat next.